Hi, I'm Janelle Penny, Editor-in-Chief of Buildings.com, and I'm here with Trevor Palmer. Trevor's the Senior Vice President of Digital Lighting Networks for Acuity Brands, and he's going to talk to us today about connected buildings and how to reimagine your building from a cost center to a strategic asset. Thanks for joining me, Trevor. Hey, no problem. It's a pleasure to be here, uh, Janelle. Thanks for the invitation. I appreciate it. So what does it mean to reimagine your building? Yeah, that's a that's a good question and uh, one I get asked uh, quite often. Um, you know, I love to talk about it. You do not want to get stuck next to me at a at a cocktail party for sure. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 been a challenge. I've been in this industry for in the buildings industry for uh, about 25 years, and uh, if you can imagine, uh, when I started in uh, building management system and temperature controls, uh, we we were really really thinking about uh, making comfort in the space. Um, Likewise, in the lighting controls market, you're talking about, uh, you know, controlling lights for, uh, for saving energy. And, uh, you know, the BMS and lighting, uh, lighting controls industries, have really the lighting industry in general, is, has been going through kind of this transition from, from comfort and environment to uh, how do I save energy and optimize uh, space to, uh, you know, these learning about these, how these digital systems that we're now putting in buildings can, can do so much more uh, than just those things. And it really comes down to, um, you know, the, the 33300 uh, rule and potentially 3000. So uh, when we talk about uh, comfort um, and, uh, and energy, we're, we're really focused on uh, the three dollars per square foot uh, on average uh, that it costs and, and making that uh, that that footprint of energy usage uh, reduced. And we talk about uh, the 30 that you start to get in comfort and environment and, uh, you know, how these these building owners uh, differentiate the space. But the real transformation um, uh, that comes is when you start thinking about uh, the 300 uh, which is, you know, how much more productivity can you get out of the space uh, per square foot? And on average, it's, uh, you know, $300, uh, $300 per square foot for, for employees, et cetera, uh, and, and the overhead associated with them. So imagine if you could uh, do more with these systems uh, that are in buildings to, uh, you know, increase productivity output. And that's, that's really where, where the transformation starts. So, um, you know, moreover, uh, if we start to think about different use cases and different types of buildings, well, we've got a, a digital network in place to do uh, lighting and building controls, but, you know, what about, um, you know, tracking assets with, within the facility? Um, what about, um, you know, looking at uh, where people are within the facility and helping them guiding to guide them to either merchandise or others? Or, um, you know, what other marketing insights can we provide, uh, for instance, retailers with, uh, you know, the, the using leveraging lighting or building controls as kind of an infrastructure to give more information. So, you know, ha getting people to understand that these uh, these these systems we're putting in today for lighting or building management, um, you know, though they were focused on uh, kind of the uh, the first three, the energy savings uh, that they can get, and maybe the comfort, um, they're really poised to do uh, so much more, and that can really convert. Um, the space from, you know, what was really traditionally just a cost center to, you know, an asset to make uh, these companies more uh, efficient or sell more merchandise or, or what have you and really become part of the customer's journey. Does that make sense? Yes. 
Can you elaborate a little more about how to transition your building to a strategic asset? Uh, for instance, a retail environment uh, is going to want to solve different problems from and different challenges and have different opportunities than, let's say, a school, right? So um, a simple example is, uh, you know, connecting, uh, making the facility managers and owners of the facility really connect and remember why they're building the, bu the building, right? So, uh, you know, a building isn't built to save energy. A building is built to, say, to, to uh, host uh, different activities. So, you know, a retailer wants to optimize that space to, to sell as much uh, goods per square foot as they possibly can. So, you know, we start to think about, you know, what are the, the systemic things that we need to apply from a technology point of view uh, in order to assist them doing that. Um, when we think about a school, uh, you know, or even a college campus, uh, the, the college campus, uh, you know, is there to produce uh, highly qualified graduates and the more highly qualified graduates they, they, uh, they, they train and put through that educational facility, uh, the more funding they can attract. So, you know, how, how do we connect systems to help them solve some of those problems or, um, uh, you know, exploit some of the great opportunities? Uh, you know, I love the college example. Um, you know, if you think about uh, a lecture room, uh, you know, if the lights aren't quite right and, uh, you know, you have the wrong CO2 uh, levels uh, in the air, uh, you know, people are going to fall asleep and they're not going to be particularly attentive. So you think about how systems, advanced systems can, you know, solve those very, very basic problems. Uh, uh, you know, you can quickly realize that, you know, you're doing more than just saving energy. Great. So Trevor, can you talk about the evolution of a connected building and its value to facilities managers and building owners? Uh, yeah, so that's that's a that's a very good question. I mean, we've we've gone through uh, you know quite an evolution over the past uh, twenty five or thirty years. Um, it it wasn't so long ago when you know these systems were were effectively uh, you know focused almost completely on on comfort. Right. Um, you know, I remember starting in the industry and, and uh, uh, running pneumatic tubes around a building to uh, to control uh, temperature. And it was almost completely driven by comfort. Um, I, we, we then through, went through the next kind of evolution, which, uh, you know, with the electronics revolution, uh, the introduction of that technology into our marketplace, uh, we quickly replaced pneumatic tubing with with uh, digital networks. They were, you know, not as not as quick and didn't show the same bandwidth that we have today, but uh, obviously they did a better job in uh, connecting different rooms, different devices uh, to achieve not only comfort, but but also energy savings as well. Um, I think the real transformation happened uh, probably about 15 years ago, maybe a little less uh, with uh, connected revolution. So uh, really connecting these systems to the internet, um, albeit uh, it was a bit of a, a renaissance uh, period for the industry, but connecting these systems to the internet enabled them to, uh, you know, be updated, get smarter over time, uh, new capabilities and that. But but really, I think uh, this next transformation is is really not about comfort, not about energy, but uh, it's, it's necessary, it's, it's, uh, it's really getting these systems to do more than they've been traditionally designed to do in the past, right? So we're using high-speed digital networks now. Uh, we're, we're still doing a, doing a fantastic job with energy savings, but really the focus is now on occupant experience. Um, 
and what the journey of that occupant is going to be through the space, how that space can make them more efficient. Uh, but finally, uh, what the outcome for the business is going to be. So really, uh, you know, a focus on on business performance itself. So that's kind of the journey in, in short we've gone through. And, uh, you know, the technology has enabled us to, to make leaps and bounds uh, through each step. What infrastructure are you looking at to connect to deliver this added value? Well, the, the great thing is, um, you know, you don't have to have, uh, you know, both of these infrastructures connected. It's it's better if you do, obviously. Um, you know, a unified uh, building strategy is is always poised to save uh, the most amount of energy, uh, the most amount of oper operational efficiency in terms of helping facility managers manage uh, their assets. Um, but really, lighting uh, lighting controls uh, are are very well poised. They're at the right place. They're everywhere, wherever we live, wherever we breathe, uh, within buildings, and they're constantly powered. So, you know, they they make an excellent host for uh, any of these um, sensory technologies that you would need uh, to, to both control the space, but also do do more. Um, but equally, uh, building management systems. Um, you know where where we live and where we breathe. Uh, there's uh, heating, ventilation, and air, air conditioning equipment, and those also are, uh, generally speaking, permanently powered um, and uh, require control technology to to provide comfort and energy. So both of these together, and ultimately, uh, if they're unified, provide uh, the best benefit and the best host for for these new technologies. Great. So looking at the takeaways here. Um, are there three things or three um, best practices you could recommend to audience members so they can get on the path to a connected building? Yeah, so so what, what I would say is, uh, you, you know, the first thing you want to do is, is is sit down, and this might, might sound silly, but you want to remember why you're, why you're building the facility and who's going to be occupying it. And really, what are the what are the business uh, key performance indicators that you're looking to enhance? Um, that will drive to the second point, which is make sure whatever you're putting in today or you're designing in as uh, a lighting control system or a building management system, recognize uh, that those are those are now OT systems, right? That they they can do much more than uh, you know just manage energy or uh, you know, space comfort. Uh, they're poised with high-speed networks to do so much more. And and the third thing I would say is whatever manufacturer you're working with or whatever consultant you're working with, uh, make sure that any system that you're selecting um, might not have the capabilities to do all you want to do today, but understand it's, uh, it's a connected uh, infrastructure, right? And with these connected infrastructures, uh, they can get smarter over time. So, um, you know, I guess focus on not only the building, but focus on on the business. Um, think about the occupant journey and the occupant experience you want, and uh, think about what you want. You th think through that you want these systems to be able to get smarter over a period of time. I would say those are kind of the top three areas. Great, Trevor. Thank you again for joining me today. It's a pleasure. I appreciate the invite, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. Great. This has been Janelle Penny, Editor-in-Chief of Buildings.com, and we'll see you next time.